Are you guys playing? Or no? no Do no, you want to no. play? <laughs> Are you ready to play? Are you crazy? Excuse me? Go away! I'm not doing get it, out no. my face. Scream, get my Glock! Let's do this. I do want to go to Barnes and Nobles, but I feel like I'm really going to regret doing that. You will. I regret it all the time. <laughs> Whether I buy something or not, I regret it. I go in there and I regret spending all my money. And then I, if I don't, I regret walking out with nothing. Ah! But that's it. That's all it is with me. It's either all or nothing in there. That's why I don't go. <laughs> I miss the smell. I love the smell of books. I like my books, but you know, there's that new book smell. They, where they're all just congregated together. I have a mixture of new, old, and stolen books in here. So. Ah! Stolen books have a special kind of smell. Yeah. It smells like stolen. It smells like crime. Ah! <laughs> and we all know that's the secret ingredient to fun. That's why we had so much fun drinking underage. Crime. Crime. We're gonna start right there, too. That's why it was <laughs> so much fun smoking weed before. Because it was illegal. There was crime involved. Oh we, we felt we felt bad. <laughs> not 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 guilty, but we felt like, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, we were sticking it to the man. <laughs> Who's the man? The government. I hate you. The <laughs> system, which I blame for everything that I do. I take no responsibility. There is no accountability here. <laughs> Toxicity all day. Oh, my God. It's Good. never my fault. Ah! It's never my fault. <laughs> It's always their fault. And it's, then you get mad at me when I blame a guy that it's all his fault even though it was mine. Because you're mean for that. What the fuck? It's not my fault. It's his fault. When you do it, it's so fucking funny. I hate you Because so it, it's legit. Like, I feel... No, 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 no. Let me turn this off. Let me turn this off. Let me turn this off. Okay. But you got to think about it this way, honey. You got mad at him. It's not my fault. It's his fault. Wait, wait, wait. You got mad at him. Right, like literally right after sex. Literally right after. And y'all both consented to that shit. We did. And you got mad at him. And I, I guarantee you to this day, he still doesn't know what he did wrong. Yeah, I, I, I doubt he cares. And you don't know what he did wrong either because he ain't do shit wrong. You know what sucks? I'm not even going to explain. He gave you free dick. He gave you what you wanted. You asked. He said, okay. <laughs> your face i just wanted to i'm just you. trying to figure out what what like you got what you wanted why are you mad talk to me baby girl what is up with what you just said that i don't take responsibility mm -hmm. i didn't take responsibility for this that's me wow that's different wow it's different when i do it wow okay so <laughs> i'm mad you want to know why it's gonna sound absolutely ridiculous uh -huh. and everybody in this podcast is not gonna hate me okay and you know what i'm gonna live with it I hated it because he could have just said no and, and pushed me away. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm gonna make all the men here confused about what do you want then? I wanted you to just say no. Like, what do you want? Yes. <laughs> is, is, is this the clear, the, the closure you wanted? Do you want to fuck or not? Both. <laughs> Yes, but you should not let me talk about mixed signals because that's some shit right there. Like, are you happy? Me? You now know the reason why. Because he could have said no. Because he should have said no and stopped me. But he, things are going so well. But he wanted it, and you wanted it. But it shouldn't have. You could have stopped it. 
I'm not responsible for that. Okay. Ah! Uh-huh. I hate everything about this. <laughs> yeah, because it's different when you do it right after sex. Like, right after. Like, imagine, imagine you had a great time. You just, or even it was a good time. You had a time. I had a time. You had a time. <laughs> and then the person you were with starts screaming at you. Or they give you the cold shoulder. You're just like, the fuck did I do? Also, I was mad at him because we had to go to a pharmacy. And you were, if you know, you know. But that was also pissing me off. But you, again, you, 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 you let that happen. <laughs> to clarify here. Also, I am not the same girl I was at that moment. I am actually much more forward. Okay? If it ever happens again, I'm going to be more forward. Like, listen, I want it. Yes. We should not know. I did that once, actually. One but way or another. Actually, this is the perfect segu segue into our fucking um, ritual. Yeah, segu. It was from another podcast. It kind of got stuck in my head. That's so good. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so... I have said a lot of things about myself on this podcast. Damn right. Ah! <laughs> you, you just said another one a few minutes ago. Listen, I said way too much on this podcast. I'm too comfortable with you guys. I, we love you, though. I love you. I hope you guys keep this a secret and not tell my therapist. Uh-huh. You know who it is, but... Uh-huh. Anyway, and I'm sure we all know I'm very superstitious. I mentioned this a bunch of times. And another small we don't play trivia note is that Sass's mom is a nurse. I don't know where this is going, but I like it. So, guess what I mixed up today? Nursing and medical superstitions. Mmm. Let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. Yep. Well, you, I think you only mentioned it twice, that your mom's a nurse. Yeah, I only mentioned it a few times. I mentioned everything a thousand times. I, I know. <laughs> That's how everybody still knows you don't eat red meat. Yeah. <laughs> We know. Oh, man. If we ever get, like, super big and then they're like, oh, let's have a trivia night, it's just going to be too fun of a day. Mm-hmm. Too fun. Too fun. Which episode will they never let us listen to? The first ever recorded number five. Number five. We will never release that. You know what's even worse? It will never escape our brains. Because it was so drunk. You were so dumb. I know. It was so great, though. It was like watching a beautiful disaster and you just really could not look away. Yes, and one of the ones you hate, well, not that you hate most, but it irritates you the most is number three. Yeah, that one really did irk me. It was so, it was so wonderful. It was like that pain that slightly felt good. I know. And then after it's over, you're like questioning, like, why did it feel good? Because again, with your toxicity, you kept coming back. Ah, that's only with Patron. I said this in the last episode. Yeah, but now I see, I think it was with me too. (laughs) That's true. That's true, but I love you, girl. I'm putting myself on the list. Ah! You know, I love it. Girl power. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Put yourself on a toxic list. Yes. Put yourself there. I am your guilty. You don't gui- have to wait for me to do it. You I do it. I am your guilty pleasure. Ah! You know what? I am living right now. So, first being happening in threes. Okay. Things happening in threes. And let me know if your mom has any of these stories. It'd be dope. Okay. Bad events happen in threes. Mm-hmm. According to many medical professionals, it would be three staff members quitting or three codes in one night, mm-hmm. or even three patients' death in one week. This isn't just a superstition just for the healthcare professionals, though. Other people have wondered why bad things happen to them in threes also. A lot of theories suggest that we just have a natural fascination with the number three and try to fit events into sets of threes, whether it be tied to religion or just our natural ability to see patterns. That actually, you know, that is a superstition I believe in because they always say these bad things happen in threes or 
three signs happen in um you know in a row and that means one good thing is coming yeah so like the three bad things like you know if we hear two big celebrities died we always either waiting for the third one or we're waiting for a bad event to happen yeah or if you see three good signs we're waiting for one good thing that could have something to do with those three signs yeah yeah, I, or if I, it's three, or if it's three numbers, we keep saying over and over again. We play yes. the lotto. Yep, exactly. That's the one, the most common one. I definitely know. Also, the death one as well that comes in threes. Like I've seen a lot of like paranormal shows. They're like, oh, one of the supernatural things that happen is that when one old person dies, two more follow after them. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. It's like an episode of Ghost Adventures. I think they went to like an asylum or something or a nursing home. Yeah, I never liked those shows because they every every five minutes is always. Did you hear that? Did you like nobody heard anything, Jack? I was convinced. I was in there because it was like it was only three of them, and like the evidence was just like too much better than Ghost Hunters Mm -hmm. because they had like more dramatic evidence, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like it was, it was so like especially for me, it was like I sucked it all in. I was like, I love all of this. Okay, that's where (laughs) I got my fascination with like haunted prisons Mm. and haunted hospitals. Mm. But I would good and goddamn well never step foot near one. Of course not, especially that or. A haunted school. Schools terrify like, me. Yeah. Yeah. Hell no. But my my top are asylums, mm-hmm. um, jails, prisons. Yeah. My favorites. Um, schools. Yeah. Houses at the bottom. I feel like houses are boring. Yeah. Small houses. I could just yeah. like go to the living room upstairs. It's funny whatever. how th- that's at the bottom, but you will never live in one. No. I like that's how that's it's still bad. <laughs> no, but the thing is that okay. So, but if you still stick to that list. It is also the list of places I would never step foot in. Number one, haunted jails. Mm-hmm. Number two, haunted hospitals. Houses is still on a list. I would still never even go anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. The thing is that houses, I have a higher chance of actually stepping in because I would not know. Okay, so the so the first one are your three. Yes. The first ones are your three. Okay. Yeah, you see, same list. It's just like, it's more of a possibility of me entering. Houses, I could probably enter, but I feel bad vibes. And I see a cat staring in a corner or a dog that just want to come. I'm out. Yeah, my dog, he just lays around. He's oh, fine. But he's a lazy old. He is. He's an old man. He's oh. just like, eh, I don't see any ghosts. Mm, even if I do, bullshit. I'm not, Even if I do, I'm not going to tell you I'm tired. That's <laughs> Lilo, for sure. <laughs> like, oh, y'all about to die. Ah! Y'all going to die, and I can't say nothing. Or he tries to fight something. I don't know. I'm scared that one day he's going to try and fight a corner, and I'm like, I'm out. Maybe I'm he hears a mouse in the wall. That's true. I've heard that. I heard that, like, if a cat stares off into the wall, it's not because of demons. It's because they hear bugs. Yeah, I heard it's if they stare up at the ceiling in a corner. That's when they see, you know, demons and shit. Oh. Continue. Next one. Next is full moons. Yep. You mentioned this one to me. Full moons brings out the crazies. It's what you hear around the nurses if you ask of any kind of superstition. Apparently, you can speak to any nurse on the floor, and they will have a story to tell you of what they've experienced on the floor during a full moon. It varies every full moon, too. If it's emergency services, it could be a frequent flyer, which I'll, ex- oh, I'll explain right now, or patient who routinely comes into the unit due to drug or shelter-seeking tendencies showing up and behaving unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. On other floors, there might be an increase of patients with unusual diagnoses. Some healthcare professionals see a full moon coming and brace for impact. Others will work the day before the night of or the day after and wonder why the shift is so crazy only to realize later that it was a full moon shift. There have been some studies showing there doesn't seem to be an increase of patient load in connection to the full moon, but healthcare workers fight that with their own experiences. Yup. Like for my mom, she's a maternity nurse. She hates working around the full moon because for some reason, the amounts of births increase. Don't say more. 
Oh, Okay, and I read ahead a little bit. The next one I was about to mention, but I'm not going to do it. Because I already I already knew that one, but I was like, I wonder if she has it on the listing. You do. I do. Go right I ahead. Good research. The Q word. God. The, ah! No, no, it's not God. I know it's not God, but I'm saying, <laughs> I said, oh my God. <laughs> like, somebody was like, wait, God spell um, with a Q? No. Oh my God. I, I, will, I, prom- I will never go into a hospital and say the Q word. It's like going into a theater and saying, you know, that phrase that nobody should say. Yeah. Yeah. Fire. Or also break a leg. Oh, yeah. oh no, no, it's, no, uh, no, 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 Macbeth. Oh yeah, that one, that one, that one. You're not supposed to say that. You're supposed to say the cursed play or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. You're not supposed to say Macbeth, or you have to go outside of the theater and then you have to wait until somebody invites you back in. Oh, like a vampire. Pretty much. Okay, so the Q word is quiet. Literally, the Q word is quiet. That's mm-hmm. the Q word, quiet. One of the most common superstitions in nursing is the use of the word quiet. If anyone says something along the lines of, wow, today's really quiet today, you can expect that things are going to get crazy. Whether patients begin to ring their call bells or the emergency room floods with patients, experienced personnel know that the Q word is just asking for trouble. There obviously isn't any scientific backing to this theory. But most seasoned healthcare professionals, superstitious or not, know better than to risk breaking the calm of a quiet shift by co- by commenting on it. You know, that works for um, food also, or retail. If you're like, wow, what a slow day, oh, or no. like stuff like that, then all of a sudden a rush of 45 people, or like everybody starts coming to the store, it's just, don't mention it. It'll start looking like that very, very first episode of Spongebob. Yeah, all the fucking anchovies yes. coming in. Yeah, even in, in any kind, I think any kind of profession will just do that. Mm-hmm, definitely. Unless it's very controlled environment. Yeah. Like, everyone has to have their appointment and yeah. has to abide by it. The Other than that, nah, hospitals are not always about appointments. Yeah. Hospitals are about, yo, my water broke yesterday, but I didn't think it was too big of a deal, so I just didn't call. Mm. Like, ma'am, you're crowning. <laughs> the baby's coming out. You should have been here. Facts. Okay, next one is the black... Cloud. Mm-hmm. These people go by many names, like the Black Cloud, the Harbinger of Death, or the Cursed One. All of these nicknames refer to that one healthcare professional, like a doctor or nurse, who always seems to have bad luck following them. If they're working your shift, you can guarantee a patient will try to die, or you'll end up with the crazies. Oh, craziest, most unusual cases. Someone always... Something always goes wrong when you see them on your schedule. It doesn't matter that Black Cloud is an overly nice and pleasant person. Everyone dreads seeing them on their shift. Does your mom have a Black Cloud? I've never heard that before. I mean, she has somebody that she don't like. I mean, I feel like anybody does. Everybody does. So I don't know. I don't think it's a Black Cloud. It's mostly just her coming home like, I don't like that bitch. Mm, it's, mo- it's, fair. Mo- it's mostly that. Fair. I don't know about no Black Cloud. You just ask her about that. I will, actually. Yeah. But... You know, she might lay, she might call that lady the black cloud just because she don't like That's her. That's a little too biased, mom. Like, come on. My mother's biased. <laughs> to be, okay, I, I understand. And I don't know how to get her unbiased. She's very set in her ways. I'm sorry. That's fine. Okay. Say their name. There's an urban legend that states if you say an entity's name, you'll summon them to you. Why would you do that in a hospital? Honestly. If, like, it's one reason people don't like hospitals because it's full of death. Yeah. There's a morgue under it. Why would... Why? Okay, you know it's what? Creepy. I should stop asking why. I mean, this podcast is just a reason why we shouldn't ask why because people do it. Like, it exists. Yeah. That's why I said I should stop asking why because yeah. people just do things and I can't we really... We have too many episodes of rituals where we're just like why oh like like uh 
like the uh, one couple couple times ago, the Coliseum and the bus virtual. Why? Why both? Why, why either? Why? What? Why would you get out of your car? Why would you get naked first and then run? And then get on the bus and say, "Pay with light." Uh, I still can't get over that. Okay. I have nightmares about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the more or less the concept behind a super. Okay. Yeah. So that's more or less the concept behind a superstition commonly held in emergency departments. Like saying the name of a frequent flyer. They will appear in the department. So like I said, somebody who comes in dr for drug-related or shelter-seeking reasons. Right. It also applies to saying the name of other patients in other situations too. Like if you say the name of a patient in poor declining health and that they're going to pass on during that shift or soon, they'll somehow hold on far longer than you thought. If you're unlucky, another patient will pass instead of them. Hmm. Never heard of that one. Yeah. I feel like you should go to your mom about these. I might. This one? Because she doesn't work in the emergency room, and she doesn't work in uh, the terminally ill ward, so may maybe she might not have these stories. But she might know somebody that might have. Maybe, yeah. Okay, so the next one is like a, a medical superstition, not like nursing, but like um, bad weather and pain. I have that. Oh. That, that I believe I in. Love it. My, I love that. It's called a weather bang. Sometimes mm. I have it. My dad has it. My mom has it. I think my sister has it. That's cool. Uh, whether no, it's not, it hurts. That's true. <laughs> so you must have been in pain when this storm was coming in. I felt achy. Aww. Yeah, we just had like a tropical storm. By the time this episode comes out, everything is good and dandy. Yeah. But we just got hit with um, what Hurricane Henry, like mm -hmm. at least like a bit of it. Yeah. It wasn't that bad, honestly. I mean, it was it was really annoying. Because we got the edge. Yeah, it was a fuck ton of rain. But mm -hmm. I heard Suffolk County had like a really shit time. Oh, they did. Um, so whether you work... They going to the hospital next. Mm. Continue. <laughs> Whether you work in the medical field or not, you may have heard someone say something like, I feel a storm coming. I can feel it in my bones. This takes a lot of variants, either as migraines or just soreness in a uh, formerly injured joint. It does hold some truth to it, too. A study in patients with chronic pain from diseases like arthritis found that 20% of patients are more likely to experience pain episodes during certain types of weather, in particular when it when it's damp or windy and the atmospheric pressure is low. Yep. Yep. Because I, I don't have arthritis, but I have a formerly injured ankle. Yes. And I ankle... In, um, no, I ankled it. <laughs> I ankled it. You I, did ankle it. I injured it. <laughs> <laughs> More than once. The same ankle. Oh. And, and now sometimes during a storm, it becomes achy or it might swell a little bit. Yeah. You might hear some water cracking in there. Oh, my God. So, yeah. And for my dad, it's his knee, maybe mm. his shoulder sometimes, because he did tear his rotator cuff at one point. <sighs> Oof. Uh... But it's mostly just his knee. Okay. For mom, it might be her hand. One of her hands. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. So here's one. Birth during extreme weather. So the weather seems to have a lot of effects on your health besides chronic pain flare-ups. Some superstitions say that babies are more likely to be born during bad weather. And that also holds some truth to it. A 2007 study found that on days where there were large barometric pressure change in the area, the number of births increased in the same area. Weather will change based on barometric pressure, so it's unlikely that this tends to coincide enough with bad weather changes that enough people notice so that enough people notice to turn it into a long-held belief. So it's kind of like half-half. So basically, 
the barometric pressure um, in that area is like so when a weather shifts in one a certain area that area will see a high birth rate so it makes the water bubbles pop maybe maybe possible I'm not gonna count it out no because I, I was actually born in a blizzard so I was one of those babies that was born in bad weather okay. I'm not sure I was born during a sunset in March Oh, that sounds romantic. I know, cause I was born around. I was born at four sixteen p.m. Uh huh. I don't know what the weather was like. I just know it was cold. <laughs> I just know it was definitely a blizzard because my mom always told the story how like the doctors, like begged her to stay in because it was a blizzard out and they couldn't leave. My mom was too anxious. She was getting bad cabin fever mm-hmm. and wanted to leave. So they made her sign a release saying that they are not responsible if something happens to her or me mm-hmm. as a baby. And um, all the nurses gave my mom like a shit ton of clothes to like wrap me up and mm-hmm. bundle me in so I'm warm. And they, di- they didn't have that rule back then where you had to leave with a car seat. Yeah. So my mom just had me in her arms and they walked out of the hospital in a blizzard in the Bronx, mind you. And my father just hailed a cab and that a cab that mir- like was a miracle that they even had during that time mm. in the Bronx. In a blizzard. In a blizzard. (laughs) Blizzard in the Bronx. I love that. Um, And she keeps saying that. So she definitely emphasized that it was just shitty weather when Mm. I was born. Um, Now, like, when I was doing the research, I was wondering how many more babies were born during that? Like, how many more blizzard babies were there? Who knows? You might have some some Bronx bros and sisters. (laughs) Bronx bros and sisters. I love that. (laughs) Okay, so another one is copper bracelets and magnets for arthritis. So, just a few years ago, copper bracelets were all the rage for people coping with arthritis. Magnets were also believed to have anti-inflammatory and pain-relieving properties. That's been largely debunked, including a double-blind, randomized study published in September 2013 in the journal PLOS-1. And it still applies to this day. Um, Patients with uh, rheumatoid arthritis were randomly assigned to wear their either copper bracelets or magnetized or demagnetized wristbands. Physical functions, pain, inflammation, and disease activity were no different regardless of the patient's device, so it is not true. Okay. It is not true. I remember hearing that too. I remember hearing magnets helping with arthritis. I don't know from where, but then I was like, that's weird. I think I heard about that too, but I'm like, yo, just go with herbs. (laughs) At least try herbs. Go with that first. Honestly. Okay. So here are some smaller nurse superstitions that are pretty self-explanatory, but worth mentioning. One, opening a window. Open windows when patients die so the soul can escape. Yes. So that makes sense. Tie a knot in the bed sheet for dying patients to last through the night. I heard of that, but I've never heard of it being done. Yeah, me neither. I didn't know this one. Yeah. A fly. I know this one. A fly in a hospital means someone will die. Well, I mean, yeah, because if it looks like a blowfly, then, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's a, but that's a, you know, a blowfly is usually what they find near dead bodies, so. Yeah, makes sense. Um, LD instrumentation. Some LD nurses won't open instrumentation until the last minute before delivery because they are afraid they will end up with a C-section. I don't know about that one. I think your mom might. She, you she's, told- no, she's a maternity nurse, not labor and delivery. Okay. Labor and delivery is in the room when they're yeah. giving birth. But yeah, um, some of them are new that I've never heard of. And obviously, like superstitions depend on people and what they believe in. I'm extremely superstitious because like, um, I don't know. Honestly, all the shit that my mom had been telling me as a kid, it's kind of like, oh my God, like it's hard not to kind of be worried and scared of it. Yeah, when it's drilled into you, you can't help it. Honestly. And plus, like, I don't know. I, I, it's kind of interesting. 
I've definitely mentioned like a bunch on this on like this podcast. So, uh, well, hey, if you got any more, you know we want to listen. Yeah, maybe do a part two if I can find more. Do it. Why not? But for now, game time. Yes. Pick a game time. Game time. Pick a game time. I've been missing this bag. Honestly, I like the bag. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's been there since the beginning. Like, yeah. I want a different type of bag, but I, I like this one. No, I, f- I feel like to to commemorate. I'm us. talking about money. Oh, yeah, that the ceremonial shakes. Hmm. I always go straight to the corner's edge. We know. See what I got? Shut up. You in them corners, girl. The Get off up. them corners. We've been working on you. Mm. Get off them corners. <laughs> you be hitting the corners too damn fast. I'm going to spill my yak. Too fast, too much. I'm going to spill my yak. Cursed key. God damn it, this one's short. I got to choose another one. Okay, well, ha- two. Okay, give me another one, another two. And then I have to research both of those and you have to read them again. <laughs> I got the book of knowledge. Ooh. That definitely sounds like a sass kind of ritual. That's why sure. I said ooh. Yeah. I don't know. That's, I don't know. That's a sad song. Okay. Now that I just picked the corners, I'm going to pick a top one. Oh. Hush up. Okay. We're moving our way up. Okay. I bet we are. I will not spill my yak there. Do, 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 do. I thought this was the coochie game. The choice game. I, I bet. Like, the, <laughs> I don't remember putting the coochie game in there. I mean, you definitely would have remembered that. I know. First key and the coochie game. The choice game. Yeah, it's the choice game. Give me those. <laughs> Snatch out of my hand like that. And you have the book of knowledge. I like it. I bet. I feel like it's one of those where it just sounds like kind of decent, but it's just going to be like, oh, hell. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. I love a good name that is very unassuming as opposed to the actual content. Thank you, Darklings. Have a good evening. Happy time zone. Happy time zone. And you can send an email to we don't play podcast at gmail.com. Yes, you can also find us on Instagram at we don't play podcast. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at we don't play pod. Yes, and you can listen to us on Castbox, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And Google Play Music. Yes, we are there too. Like and subscribe, review and comment. We also have a Patreon, www.patreon.com slash we don't play. 